Oh, welcome to Retrotainment, back here at my co-host, Capital C, Capital O. Greg, how are you doing, buddy? What's happening, homie? Ah, nothing much, nothing much. We're also joined by the one of the other co-hosts of the uh, Retrotainment recast and the host of the Sherlock Reel, Kyle Sherlock. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Let's, let's call it a spade a spade. I'm basically a co-host here on Retrotainment. I was generally going to go, you're a res, uh, Retrotainment alumni now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but I didn't want to say co-host for both uh, for both of you. I was like, let's try and get somewhere else here. Um, <laughs> but no, we have you on this year, this year uh, for this episode and we're going to go back. Normally we go a couple of years ago with our retro stuff, but this, this one's just a quick retro one of your top films of 2021 so you went to the cinema quite a bit i'm the cinema guy i I saw 53 new films this year more than one a week let's go go how many times did you go to the cinema do you reckon 53 no no it's Uh, more than that because you've seen a couple movies more than once some some of those films did include you know amazon releases and netflix yeah netflix releases and stuff um and obviously we're in in the middle of the times we were in so the cinema wasn't open every week this year um, but I know I I went a fair fair amount of times, and sometimes it was like two films a day kind of thing. So it was yeah. uh, film, two films a day are hard though. It can be. It can be yeah. very difficult. Yeah. I, th- I think the most. No, it was one of the days. It was for a midnight release. I think it wasn't this last year, right? but a couple of years ago, I think I did five in a day. Yeah, it's rough. You I just hang on all day. How, how salty was your tongue? Oh, extremely. <laughs> How many popcorns did you get? Five. <laughs> you nearly need to see the new film again, like the next day or two days later yeah, after you've much. caught up, because the, the other ones you're watching, the builds up to it, like, you know, you watch all of the Marvel films or whatever. And by the time you get there, if you've sat down and done that, like, obviously not Marvel, but one with three or four films, you sit down and watch all of them and then you get to the new one. You know, you do enjoy the new one, but you're, you're drained yeah, from I, watching I, all the other ones course i you had to go see I had it to again watch, i had to watch endgame twice to really enjoy it yeah, yeah that makes sense i mean yeah. for an hour film was three hours long yeah I, uh, what, what was I it 26 it. movies before endgame or something like that something like that yeah and you had to binge through the whole lot of them lines, I, yeah. I watched i watched them all means i watched them all sort of one day after another after another yeah it, and then i got to endgame and i was sitting there going Sure, I've seen this the other day. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it is. It's it's tough. But um, yeah, we're going to get your top 10 for the year. Uh, you obviously have your list there, Kyle. So I do indeed. Go I, ahead. Have, I have the list here. Now, I do just want to throw in that I haven't seen, I've seen a lot of films, but there's just a couple that's come out in the last couple of weeks that I just haven't been able to get a chance to go and see. Um, two from Benedict Cumberbatch, actually, The Electrical Life of Louis Wayne, uh, The Power of the Dog, which is actually meant to be fantastic and he's one of the lead one of the favorites to win best actor for it he's... um also didn't get a chance to see matrix four yeah i haven't seen that myself uh, yeah sing two i haven't gotten a chance to see yet Only sing uh, two is phenomenal yeah so it's meant to be really good and then pig as well uh with I, Nick cage di- i didn't I, enjoy that at all one that i wanted to get to see but i just haven't gotten a chance to see it as of yet i yeah. just i i i watched that and i found myself sitting there going what is going on here? I'm a big fan of Nick Cage now, to be fair, but I, I haven't seen that either. Yeah. Matrix, I've heard very mixed reviews. Me too. Oh, it's, it's majorly yeah. mixed, isn't it? So uh, I I can't imagine it would break yeah, into... Yeah, I wouldn't I imagine, can't imagine it's going to... Bre- like, normally, if something's breaking into your top 10, and obviously it is uh, subjective, you know, so something that's yeah. in yours might not be 
anywhere near anybody else's top 10 but from what i've heard about matrix it's so splitting of opinion and even the people that are big fans of it are like yeah it's yeah. good but it's just it's not the first matrix so Speak, speaking of nick cage any of his here's interview that he gave not yesterday the day before no he yeah. no longer he no longer wants to be referred to as an actor he wants to be referred to as a thespian because he doesn't want to sound like a pretentious asshole. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was like, all right, Nick. All right, I, w- Nick. I wouldn't well, call you a great actor anyway, pal, but for look. No. <laughs> I don't know. He, he, he has. He's, he's got he does have a. He does movies. have an Oscar. He, you know, he's up there. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Carl. Give us your number um, 10 there. We'll I start have, at the bottom I, thought, of the list. I just want to give so, uh, three honorable mentions as well before we get into the main list because... Uh, these three did spend an awful lot of time in my top 10, but they were just knocked out over the last couple of weeks. Um, so it's The Sound of Metal. Uh, Riz Azmez, Admed in it, and he was fantastic. He's a heavy metal drummer who goes deaf. Um, so he was really good in that. Um, the Suicide Squad. Suicide yeah, Squad very good. That just very popped good. out of my uh, top 10. And then at number 11, No Time to Die. Uh, only po- popped out of my top ten in, in the last two week, two or three weeks. So not no time to almost almost getting in there. Nearly made the James it. James Bond one. I still I James haven't Bond, I haven't yeah. I have to go back and watch all of his ones. I, I, I need to watch all the Daniel Craig ones. I'm not a Bond guy, but me neither. Me neither I've heard but. a lot of good things about this series, so I'm, seen, I do want to catch up on it. I have seen all of them, bar his one. I watched Casino Royale and didn't think he was a good James Bond. Now I heard he's only gotten better. So yeah, I might I go back and watch. I'm not like I wouldn't say, oh yeah, I'm a huge James Bond fan, yeah. but I I do enjoy some of the older ones, the Sean Connery ones, the Pierce Brosnan ones. I think I think I've ever sat down and watched one James Bond myself. To be honest, was it Goldeneye? No, I I think it was one of the Pierce Brosnan ones. Um, that was Goldeneye. <laughs> mm, no, I don't think so. Whichever one Halle Berry was in, because you would have thought you were a fan. Tomorrow never does. Tomorrow yeah, never dies. I went to the cinema for someone's birthday to see that. Uh, and I was like, you know, yeah, I'll go to the cinema. I don't really care what I'm going to see. Um, but like I was never a big Bond guy. I loved the James Bond games. Now I'll tell you that. I used to love playing the James Bond games. Old night on the N64 was perfection. There was one on the PS2 as well that was really good. Um that was, was tomorrow that was tomorrow never dies. The one where you drive the little robot car and all. I can't remember. I used to play the multiplayer on it with a few of the lads. We'd go up to yeah, each other's house. Yeah, we'd put like six, we'd put three bots in and then we'd play as three. Uh, so I loved the games, just never got too big into the films. That's fair. I mean, a lot of the films are kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, before we get into the top 10, there is a little caveat I need to say as well because it just dawned on me. These are from release dates from Ireland because there's three films on here that was released in America in 2020. But they're only released in Ireland in 2021. Well, I thought they got rid of all that. No. Uh, no well, no. they they had to an extent until COVID yeah. came. Oh, I COVID, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so that's fair jump, enough. Yeah. Jumping in at number ten, and it surprised me that it was so good. Was Fatherhood with uh, Kevin Hart? Yeah, I I watched this. I I got completely lost with this one. I thought yeah. it was going to be a comedy, and I was sitting there after an hour going. So when, comes down the stairs, and she was like, movie? she was like, yeah, "What's so, going on?" And I was like, "This isn't a comedy." No. When's, it, when's this getting funny? What's Kevin Hart playing on? It's, it's an yeah. emotional roller coaster, lads. <laughs> exactly. It's inspired by a true story. You know, it was a, w- a widowed new dad coast with doubts, fears, heartache, and dirty divers as he sets out to raise his daughter on his own. It's, uh... You know, it, I, I thought it was very emotional, to be honest. I, I was almost on the brink a couple of times throughout the film. 
and uh, I, I really liked it. Really liked it. Oh yeah, does it deserve to be surprised me at how how well he could act? Yeah, I didn't think he could do it either. And then when I was sitting there watching, I was like, yeah, very very good. Yeah, no, very up there. Now the one thing I would ask you is right. Yeah. You know, it's Kevin Hart that's going to be in it, right? Because you know he's the main actor, so he's the main selling point, right? So even if you're going in and you've watched, like if you've watched the trailers, you know it's not a comedy, right? You know it's a it's a more serious film. Does the fact that it's Kevin Hart playing that role? sway you a little bit because you're surprised about how good he is in that serious role like if a more serious actor had taken that would you be do you think it would still rank as highly on your list the reason i think the, the film worked so well was because it was kevin hart um and he has his softness about him while still being kevin hart like he's still kevin hart in this movie yeah but he just has he has that vulnerability and he actually showed his vulnerability yeah. So while still being himself that he does be in all other films, he showed a different side to himself acting. And that's yeah. why, so, you know, different role, like Will Smith was almost Neo in the Matrix, but we'll go back to there. The movie would have been completely different to uh, yeah. when Keanu Reeves played him. So it, it does depend on what actor plays and Kevin Hart was great in this role. I was, I was very surprised. I was fully expecting a comedy. And then when I realized it wasn't, yeah. and then watching Kevin Hart go through the ringer in it. I was just sitting there going, wow. I, when, when I watched it, I knew it wasn't a comedy because I watched the trailer and I oh, read I the synopsis. Know. So I, I knew it wasn't a comedy and I was very interested to see how Kevin Hart would do. And I think the fact that he did what he, like did the, the role so well actually helps me appreciate the film a bit more, which is what I was kind of getting at. You know, like if you took yeah. someone who has done more serious roles like that in the past, would yeah. it have affected me the same way as seeing someone like Kevin Hart, who I associate with just comedy? He's the sidekick comedy guy. Yeah, like say say Will Smith took that one. Yeah, like Will Smith when Will Smith took on the pursuit of happiness. That or, was phenomenal. Or even in the Fresh Prince, where he does the the scene where his dad leaves, and you know, why doesn't he want me, man? <laughs> yeah, why doesn't he want me, man? Like you don't expect it from them, so when they do it, it really does hit that bit harder. Of so yeah, I I, do, I think I think Kevin Hart taking this role I think probably does bump it up for me as well when I think about it I'm like it probably wouldn't be as high like that could have been Kevin Hart that could have easily went wrong his acting could have been terrible in that oh yeah they, took, they, took, they lose, took they took a risk yeah then you lose a great script to bad casting choices I think or, I think I think they would have if that had been the case they would have cut him early into production yeah I think that story I think was too know. good to yeah I think you'd know from the first few first couple of scenes you'd be like we know like, that he's got this yeah that play it plays a lot. Like that's that could be the struggle for well, not obviously the the wife uh, passing away, but like that kind of chasing down everything to do everything for your family is a struggle that a lot of people have. Oh yeah, it's a very it's a very relatable subject for a lot yeah. of people. You know, so yeah, no, it definitely definitely deserves to be up there as the the style of film and the fact, as we said, that Kevin Hart knocks it out of the park. Shows yeah, up big it was, time. It's, yeah, it's been in my top ten since I saw it, and it was early in the year, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, up at number nine, um, was I care a lot. Um, it's Rosamund Pike, and it was an Amazon release. Um, so first two films are Netflix and Amazon, uh, on this list. But it's a, it's a court appointed legal guardian that frauds her older clients and traps them uh, under her care. But her latest mark comes with unexpected baggage. Oh, I heard basically, about this actually. Yeah, basically she's p- playing the system. She runs a company that basically defrauds all these old people from all their life savings. 
she's a cold, heartless bitch in yeah. this film. And yeah, I, I take a lot of offense because I used to, <laughs> I obviously used to do home care, like yeah. And, like, and you used you to defraud them, yeah. So you don't think she is a cold-hearted <laughs> bitch? Fucking right, too. <laughs> no, but like saying, like saying how vulnerable some people are. Yeah. Someone yeah. could, some people could actually do that. Like it's just. But I mean, she, she'll be going up fighting people basically, and she's basically fighting people because they have people who are, you know, are just this person is a money racket, so they'll just keep they'll fight and bid and try and get in on this person. Kind of is sick. Yeah. But you know what happens? You know what happens. Definitely yeah. in the states, anyway. Oh, and I um, tell you, it happens all over the place. To be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Um. That's. Uh, that sounds like a. I haven't watched that one. That that sounds like a quite a tough watch as well. Um. Like it Fatherhood is, is a tough watch, watch in a sense as well. It's not an easy. Like neither of those two are easy watches. You know, you you kind of need to be in the right mood to sit down and watch either of them. I think. True. Well, yeah. it's a good cast as well. You have Peter Dinklage in there and Diane Weist. Oh yeah. So, Peter Dinklage it. is king. It's 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 a very good movie. I I'd recommend it anyone. Yeah, no, I'll definitely have to check it out. It do, it does sound very good. I think I had it on my list at one point to watch, and then there's just so many films that came out this year that you're just like Jesus, let's just True. push that one to the side to get this one, and then it you forget about it sort of thing. Well, like yeah. I have a li- I have a list there and uh, on Netflix. And I went back and some of the movies, and I was like, that's been on it for over a year. That's been on it for over a year. Yeah, it's tough. You know, it's you know, real life obviously gets in the way as well, but. Exactly. You know, films are two and a half hours long, sort of. Now you're kind of Pes- you ha- you pesky be, work. You have to, you have to commit, <laughs> to commit time to it. Work, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, next on the list, so number eight, it was a true story, um, or based on a true story. And anyway, it was Respect. So it was uh, the story Franklin. of Aretha Franklin. Yeah. It was her career and her childhood and all that type of stuff, uh, played by Jennifer Hudson. I heard she was phenomenal in oh, this. Yeah. I didn't see it. Um, not my kind of film. Yeah. Um, not, my kind, not my kind of music. Um, so I wasn't really too pushed on. Now, if it came on the telly, I'd probably watch it. Yeah. But uh, I heard it was phenomenal. Oh, well, I was heard her acting and her, and you know Jennifer Hudson can sing. Yeah. So I mean, just her her acting in this is great and her singing blows you out of water as well. And it's a great supporting cast as well. I mean, you have Forrest Whitaker, Marlon Wayans, Mary J. Blige, Mark Maron, Titus Burgess. You know, there's it's a huge cast for this, and the, everyone comes together on it. You're not no, surprised. No Forrest Whitaker. You're not Forrest surprised Whitaker a, is her a, father, and oh, he's a bastard. <laughs> you know, he can get away with that though. But then he can play the lovable characters as well. Yeah. You're not surprised to see a cast like that step up to like, you know, someone like Mary J. Blige. I'd say it didn't take much convincing to get her yeah. to step in. Like a lot of those. It's yeah. a movie. It's a like, movie I'm, about Aretha Franklin. I mean, you know, they, they exactly. they're just like. The history of Aretha Franklin, like someone that a lot of people would have looked up to and um, respected as, you know, what she did and, you know, what she went through to get there as, as well. Um, so I'd say a lot of people that were broken. I'd say a lot of people oh, were yeah. just like, um, yeah, like, if you're making a film, well. I'd, it's a, it's like, a sad, she had a sad life as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. And a lot, a lot of them did. Like, I, I, and I know it's a little bit different, but like, if you look at Michael Jackson's life as a child, it was disgusting as well. Like, yeah. like he had a like a lot of these, you know, singers that you know that were big in the eighty, the seventies and eighties that we all look at and we're like, these were amazing. 
Yeah. Look at what their parents were like, and I mean, like Britney Spears recently again has shown that that it's it didn't stop. Still, like it's still happening. Yeah. Like she's only after getting her re- like that kind of freedom. That from her that's dad. I, like, that was modern day slavery. That's what that was. That's going to be a great movie in a couple of years. Yeah, that's going to be a big <laughs> one. And I get like who and I mean, who played Britney Spears, Jamie Lynn. But I mean, hey. you you talk about like if that film comes out, say twenty years from now, you know, and you're thinking, I it's it's very different because different barriers like she didn't have to break barriers in the way that aretha franklin had to break them you of know of course yeah. but for the star that she was at the time she like when at she really blew up at, at si- uh, 15 16 17 sort of thing you know people are going to look at that and the, the actor actress that takes that that role on and the supporting cast a lot of people are going to have been people that grew up loving her music or being involved you know have like go back and go that's what i aspire to be is that level of you know popular and that level of music and to reach those heights and they'll look at that and they'll be like yeah i'd I'd take that in a second which you know the likes of uh, a lot of this cast probably did i'd say they didn't even need to read the script they're like what it's the story of aretha franklin yep sign me up i'm i'm in like um another very serious film you know like these are all this one's less challenging i suppose than the other two in a True. way because you know this is someone's history so it is quite tough to watch but the other two are a little bit tougher Don't i worry, suppose not, not not all the, the films yeah. on my top 10 is as, depressing i was gonna say worry. i was gonna say i hope cal if these take a turn a little bit now where we yes. start getting a little well, more, more positive because as great as those seven, films are i don't want everyone watching very tough films definitely is um a big turn Big, big change around. Although I will say I nearly cried at the end. Um, number seven is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't want to talk about it, lads. Nah, it's, a, it's a brilliant, brilliant. Show, I told you all, didn't I? I told you. <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh, well, I, I, the, the ads for this came out what nearly two years ago now at this stage, and I remember I when I seen that first nineteen. Yeah, when I first, when I first seen that trailer. I was so, so, I was like, I am so sold on this film already. Yeah. I was like, one, it's Ghostbusters, so I'm kind of in anyway. And I was like, but two, they're not trying to redo the Ghostbusters. Like, they they're are perfectly continuing it on. They yeah. are saying, like, the old Ghostbusters, that existed. Like, that's not something new, that existed. Yeah. And this is like the great grandchildren of, or the grandchildren of one of the original Ghostbusters, and yeah. they find all the stuff. I was like, I'm so into this. Yeah. Oh, such a good movie. Though. Really, and, you know, you've so got good. your man like Finn. Finn is the. Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard was great, but I, I honestly think McKenna Grace stole the show. Oh no, she did. But you know, no, when, they, when they were like, was Finn, brilliant. When they, said Finn, wrong. when they said I, Finn is coming in as the, you know, I thought, the main lead, I yeah, was like, I thought consult. Finn was going to be the main lead, but McKenna Grace he, was the lead. He's about he, wrong yeah. here, lads. It was all about podcast. Podcast was yeah. pretty cool. He is cool, podcast. but he's oh, McKenna he's Grace the, was phenomenal in this. Yeah. She really was. McKenna like Grace. He, everyone thought Finn was going to be the the lead. The lead, like, and yeah. the, the ads and everything. You you had a hundred percent. They were smart. That, they were smart to publicize yeah. that. This this is guys. This yeah. guy's going to be the lead. He's you know he's the top one of the top male young actors young at actors, the moment. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's going to like he'd come off as you say Stranger Things, and then he kind of was the main lead in it for a lot of it as well um, yeah well no i suppose in it he, he's not the main lead because obviously well no he he would have been the main lead i think he was the, the first part even in the first part i don't think he's the main lead I, he's the standout i don't know if he was the lead though even well bill first. bill is the lead role really 
Yeah. Um, uh, Finn is been... Bill, though. Finn is in, Bill. In is. Oh, no, sorry. Phil is Richie. Sorry, Richie. He's yeah. Richie, yeah. He's um, the standout. The guy who but... played Bill was, wasn't great. I think the guy who played Bill was okay, but Finn stole the show in that oh, as yeah. well, you know? So, like, I think everyone, as you say, I think everyone thought this was going to be all about Phil him, Phil, but yeah. they were smart because they used him for the sparing, for the sparingly yeah. enough, but not so sparingly that you you felt ripped off that you didn't get enough from him either. Exactly. And yeah, they yeah. built a new star from it, you know? Like, she was phenomenal. See, I've, I've seen her in a couple things now, and she's just been great in everything I've seen her in. Yeah. She did an indie film there, I think it was a couple of years ago, with um, Chris Evans. Yeah. Gifted, it was called. And she, again, she kind of plays a similar character, a really, really smart young yeah. child. And uh, she stole, she blew it out of the water. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's an incredibly talented actress. Yeah. Has a lot of, lot of yeah. good things in her future to come along. Now, I, I loved, you know, the fact that, you know, everyone wanted it. You know, give us the old Ghostbusters at some point. Yeah, and I loved that. Eventually, like at some point, you got to see the old Ghostbusters in yeah. the film. Um, and, without and giving spoilers, honestly, like they are in it. Like you know, tears, everybody tears. knew they were in it though. Yeah, ev- everyone wanted it. They, you know, this is what was wanted. You know, you you hear Ghostbusters has been anything. There's something going to be Ghostbusters. You damn sure better get all of them in there somewhere. Like my 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 wife got us tickets to go see it on Halloween. Yeah, and uh, I text you as nearly as soon as I came out of it, and I was like, "Hot damn!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, 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 I've been looking forward to that for two years. I was like, "This," I was, and I was so glad when you were like, "No, it is good," because I was like, "If I've looked forward to this for two years, and someone says it's shit, I'm gonna be so." Upset. I'm not, I'm not giving spoilers away, but you know that scene towards the the end of it, the whole cinema just went. <gasps> yeah. To be honest, anyone who's who's wanted to watch Ghostbusters. Has definitely seen it by now. I mean, there's yeah. no way if you're it's out of the cinema all now. So yeah, there's no yeah. way you haven't seen it by this point if you wanted to see it. Like that's that's gonna win best CGI as well. Probably, in the Oscars. Yeah, probably I, would, I would think so. Yeah. It will yeah, yeah, that was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Again, a little bit of a heart. Uh, Hard hard only, the, only, only at the end, only but only at the end. end. You know, for the rest of it, it's it's <laughs> like good, it, lighthearted. That, that got me right. That got me right in the feelings. We that was the first film, really, that wasn't a cartoon that Finn sat and watched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like That's I, I got kind, remember, I got kind of annoyed. I kind of the first twenty minutes, I was like, are they just rehashing the story? Yeah, and then no, it, I, it, I they knew, moved I, completely away from it. I was like, they, oh, they were they were setting shit up, you know. Yeah, no, I I, I knew hot they, damn. <laughs> the first, when I first seen it, I knew what they were doing. I was like, this is this is the build, and I kind of got that from the trailers originally. I was like, they're going to build and say like this links back to the originals. So I was happy, like I was happy for that bit to be there. I was like, yeah, and, sta- and the Stay Puft men were brilliant. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I loved that. Paul yeah. Rudd was hilarious as well. Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd is this genius. Anyway. Number six, um, the only film this year that I will say I've, I saw three times this year and oh. is a very, very new release as well. When I first saw it, it, went on, it only went to number 19 on my list. But after the rewatches and actually really, really loving the movie, it's That's gone to number jump. six. Yeah. Uh, Encanto. I really enjoyed this. I watched this on Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah. Encanto is phenomenal. Yeah. The songs in it, are great. Um, if you haven't uh, haven't seen, I'll just give the little brief description that they have here on the letterbox. So it's a tale of an or of an extra, extraordinary family, the Madrigals, who live in hidden in the mountains of Colombia in a magical house in a vibrant town in a wondrous charred place called an Encanto. 
the magic of Encanto has blessed every child in the family with a unique gift from super strength to the power to heal, except one child, Mirabelle. Uh, but when she discovers that the magic surrounding the Encanto is in danger, Mirabelle decides that she, at the only ordinary magic girl, might just be her exceptional family's last hope. It's the complete opposite of every other superhero story, yes, isn't it? She's the only one that doesn't have powers, and yet she's determined to save everybody. Yeah. Absolutely so, phenomenal. Stephanie Beatrice or she, Beatrice, Stephanie yeah. Beatrice or Rosa yeah. from Brooklyn Nine Nine. She's yeah. the lead in it, uh, the lead voice. Not yeah. the not the one you would expect to be no. the lead in a children's film, well, you know. That, that's like, only because that's only if you've seen her Brooklyn Nine. Yeah, no, but that's what I mean. Like, you know, that's what everyone knows her from is Brooklyn Nine Nine, and you know, yeah, I know it's hard. Like, it's not really fair to typecast people in that sense either. But you know, you get very used to seeing certain people as oh, no, and even like like Emma Watson kind of struggled with it when she first finished up the Harry Potter. She was like, I don't want sure. to be just the girl from Harry Potter. I want to be able to go on and do these other things. And she did. Daniel Radcliffe's kind of done it. Um, he, him, not as much as I would have expected. Um, like he done, what did he do? He done horns and he done probably, uh, he's done a lot of, See, he's he went off and did Broadway though. Stuff. And he went yeah. off and did a lot of Broadway and stuff as well. No, but that's what um, I mean. Like there's two probably biggest ones coming he off. Also, the he also did that. Um, oh, what's the one that he's dead in? Oh, Black. Yes. Uh, no, not the one in black. No, he's dead. It's Swiss Army man. Yeah. Oh, I haven't like, seen that one. Yeah, he, he has gone on and done other things, but you know, like there's some people that have you know been a certain character at some point in their life, and they've never managed. Yeah. No matter, even though they've gone and done other films, they've never managed to actually break away from being that person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're you're that person. Do you know what I mean? Like Macaulay uh, Culkin is probably the prime example. Yeah, like there's a perfect example. Like he's done more movies than. People remember, yeah, and that then, time period, yeah. He's always just going to be you know, there's the kid from Home Alone, yeah. and yeah. that's it's not a stab at his acting, like he, he, he is a very good actor, to be fair to him, but it's just that's where everyone knows him for, and he, it, it was too difficult for him to break away from that. Yeah. Um, even so like he done, even done the likes of Richie Rich and the Page Master and things like that, and still at Home Alone, like I know your biggest movie sticks to you, simple yeah. as that. Oh, yeah, yeah and it, it should, but like Rose, you see Rose, and you're like, yeah, tough, you know kind of not heartless but you know tough hard like ha- a hard ass and strange then, <laughs> and then you're like oh and then now she's the voice of a children's film i think I that's what made it, it i think that's what made it work better because you oh. don't actually see her i just realized Possibly, well yeah. she's also in another movie on my list in the top 10 this year yeah, so she's she's your top 10 one of your top 10 actresses in this year <laughs> Well, if she's in two of the films, she's in two of the top ten films. She must be up here there, we, you know. Here we go. Next episode of Retrotainment Recast. Stephanie Beatrice cast in everything. Um, <laughs> the yeah, news no, it is. It's it's a, it's a very it, again. This again. This steps massively away from your other uh, film twist because it's obviously yes. a complete jump to this is now just. I suppose Ghostbusters is kind of a, a kids film, family like, friendly I, kind of thing. I suppose yeah. we kind of look at Ghostbusters and you know the nostalgia of it. Oh, Paul Makes Wright, us feel, you know, like we really oh, this, wanted to see that, it, but this is that a there brand is new the only kids. cartoon. That's yeah, the only cartoon. A, yeah. This is a brand new, specifically made for children. There it is. Exactly, and it's the sixtieth film that Disney has made, an animated movie. That's oh. the sixtieth, is it? The sixtieth animated Disney film. Well, they hit. They knocked. That's it out one. Of the that's park. one of the best. Yeah, they knocked it's it definitely out of the park. Fair play to them. It's fantastic. Yeah, um, so we're breaking into the top five the now. Top five, the top five, and this film was a 2020 release in the states. So, um, the actress Carrie Mulligan actually won 
Best Actress for this film. Um, yeah. But it was only a 2021 release over here. It was a promising young woman. Didn't see it. It's I haven't a, seen so it. She's a young woman. Again, it's a depressing film. Um, it's You're a, some I, depressing fucker you are. <laughs> I know, yeah. A young woman haunted by tragedy in her past takes revenge on the predatory men unlikely enough or unlucky enough to cross her path. Yeah. It's it's good. Like lads, I'm I'm not gonna if you get do get a chance to watch it, do watch it. It's a great cast. Carrie Mulligan, Bo Burnham, Alison Brie, Clancy Brown, Jennifer Coolidge. Clancy Brown Cox. is a great actor. He gets himself into a lot of good films. He does. What he is does. Bo Burnham like in that? Because he's like Bo, I know him as he's a comedian. As a comedy guy. Yeah, like he's he, a comedian. Yeah, he is. Seems a bit, um, it's very out of his um, you know, genre. He's really good. He's the guy that you really like in it. Okay, because do you know what, like yeah. this is obviously a very serious topic very serious. for a film, and you're taking a, a guy who is it's a, basically it's a just about, comedy. It's a film about rape. Yeah, but like it's, it's not. I figured, nice, I figured that it's yeah. not a nice topic. Yeah, but like you well, take this guy who's just pure comedy, and you're sick of him in that. I'm like, yeah. this could go either way, but obviously he it's he's, he's really done well. Yeah. Yeah. They've done yeah. they've done that recently with Kevin James as well. Uh, they brought him in and done Lucy. Lucy is it Lucy? I thought it was gonna go Mandy. Or it might be Mandy. Might be Mandy. Mandy, I think, yeah. Yeah. And he's the oh, bad yeah. guy in that and things like that. It's it, it when it when it works, it works perfectly because it's a real trial. Same it helps that he's with, not it's help, helps that he's not the main. He's not the or yeah, yeah. Not, not the lead. Yeah, it's not you know? focused on him. Um well, yeah, give no, it a I, watch if you I, I think I had that, like I, this was definitely on my list, but yeah. finding time to sit down and watch a film has been a little bit off there for me. I haven't really had that at the moment. And then when I do have the time, I'm like, I really don't want to sit down and watch that. Yeah. That, Not because, fair. you know, I'm like, oh, that's that doesn't appeal to me, but because I'm like, I need to be in the mood to watch that. And coming off a long day's work, I'm like, I am not in the mood to watch a film like that at the moment, yeah. if I'm honest. See, at the, start, at, the start, at the start of the year, I always kind of look out, all right, which films are, you know, going to be going for the Oscar. And yeah. I get excited about them because I'm an Oscars geek. Yeah, I, I I love the whole uh, the whole Oscar time. Yeah, dude, time. This is where this is where we find out that Kyle Charles Oscar party's dead and we haven't been invited. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, not this year because you know, COVID you know I haven't during I haven't during COVID. I haven't during um, COVID. <laughs> but no, yeah, like, there is like the, as I, I've said this before on uh, Retrotainment and on Recast, like one of the films I really do like, and I knew what I was getting in for when I went to watch it was Prisoners. And I like yeah. I I didn't I did not realize it was going to be as long as it was. To be honest, oh, it's rough, isn't it? But when I was going into the cinema, I was like, this is one of the more, like, I tend to go see, not child films, but like, you know, comedies. But I go yeah. see comedies, horrors, you know, uh, action, stuff like this. I was like, this is the more serious drama side, which isn't yeah. normally my genre. But I was like, it looks so good that I'm going to go see it. But I knew what I was getting in for. So I knew going in, I was like, this is going to be a tougher watch than, you know, to sit down, just, ha that was good. Yeah. Um, so like, I do like those type of films. But I have to be in the the mind yeah, frame for them, and I, I do get that. For I care a lot was the only film. Actually, there's two films on the this list that I didn't know what the hell I was going in for. Yeah, and uh, I care a lot was one, and then another film that's in it I didn't have a clue about, and I loved it. But promising I, I, woman, I, I highly imagine that's going to be the number one. Is it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but promising young woman, I kind of knew what I was going in for. I didn't know the complete story, but. God damn, it was good. And she deserves it. She won Best Actress for it, Carrie Mulligan. 
for a reason. She was fantastic. Yeah, no, it's definitely still up there on my list. Or was the best supporting actress? It was one or the other. It's definitely up on my list to watch, but it'll be one that'll have to be prepared for. I mean, um, like rape in movies doesn't need to be done, and when it does done, you you should only use it very sparingly. I don't think they show it in this. Oh, did it not? That's just fair. It's just. Highly implicated. That it's like um, what's happened. Like it's like the likes. Like for me, obviously, I watch a lot of horror movies, so it's quite a common theme in some ones. When I yeah. watch some movies, like if I've seen them before, when it gets that part, I'm, I'll just go out, make something, make a drink yeah. or whatever. It's yeah. just there's something about I it. I don't like. I don't like seeing that shit. Like I mean, there's, it, there's ways that like even like the last house on the left and uh, what's the other one? I spit in your grave were made off the back of them kind of stories like yeah, yeah. so like I imagine it's the same kind of principle as that is it yeah. I haven't seen either of them basically someone's raped and she goes and hunts down the people that did it to an extent I think this is I, less I don't, hunting I don't, I don't, I don't and want, more just she you I don't know, want to give everything away Yeah, I don't think she hunts them it. though I think it's a little bit more you know comes back across them and all oh, right, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's less it's, like vindictive than that I think than the horror uh, ones maybe it. I think I think I'll just watch it one of the days. Yeah, no, I'll have to watch it. it. I don't want to. I don't want it spoiled. But I think. Yeah, well, I know the ones. I know the ones Greg's talking about, and it, they're definitely more the vindictive. Like, yeah, I am gonna kill this guy. Like, it, it's a very different. I don't think it's anywhere near that. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a tough. Yeah, it is. Um, it is tough thing to even do, and yeah, like I agree, it it doesn't need to be in the film. It can be just implicated. But I think in some films maybe it does need to be there as rough as it is to watch it i think sometimes there is a place but it has to be i don't want to say tasteful because there's no tasteful way to no. do it but you know you have to i, I you people don't need have to, to have a people have to be warned before going to see yeah. it as well yeah but like there's um an implicate like you can imply it without showing yeah. it do you know exactly. what i mean like you can I, break someone breaking into the house and you know, like even if it's just them bearing down, you know yeah. what's happened, but you don't need to see it happen. What's happened, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. There's a way to do it. I don't, not uh, tasteful is probably the best word I can use to describe it, but not but, the right. Well, way. I, I know I what mean, you mean. It's not tasteful mean, because it's not that, a tasteful yeah. subject. You know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, another tough watch. A lot of tough yeah, watches there. I know, but I mean, I that is tends to be what happens when like these are the films that stick with you. They do. Come on, Carl, get do. to the comedies. Well, speaking of comedies. And this is the last last of the ones that was released in the States in 2020. Um, but over here in 2021. And that's uh, Palm Springs. I actually was going to put that on uh, earlier on. Absolutely. There's Andy Samberg and Christina Malotti, um, better no- or Kristen Malotti, better known as the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Um, Didn't watch that. This <laughs> is a, a very, very funny film. It's basically Groundhog's Day. But an updated version kind of thing. Yeah. And is Bill Murray in it? Bill Murray's no. not in it. No, but J.K. Simmons is, so he makes up for it. <laughs> I don't know. Um it's hilarious. It's it's very funny and oh, when you hear the name Andy Sandberg, you kind of know sort of exactly the but style more, you're going to get. It's a bit of a more serious role from him for him as well, because it's not an out and out comedy. Yeah. Um and it's it's really funny, lads. It but really you, is. You can tell the sort of style you're gonna get with him, you know, like it, yeah, there's that kind of jokey style to it, exactly. And it does, and it, does it, work, it, works, well. it works very well. It does, it's um, not too long as well. It's only 90 minutes, so you, you know, it's, it's a not, quick, it's it's not quick gonna... watch as well. Yeah. yeah, 
and it's, it's great. It really is. Andy Samberg is fantastic in it. I think it's, it's normal, normal I, best. Yeah, as good as it is, I think it is one of those ones that you can kind of have on sort of in the background because I mean, you don't need to be fully focused on it. Like you can get everything by not yeah. being fully focused. Whereas I mean, some of the other ones you've had, you know, if you're not focused on that, like if you were trying to do something else, well, having that on, you would definitely not, be, like if you were trying to do, like if you're, say you're sitting there and you're like, I'll do the ironing or whatever, you could have that on in front because you can do the ironing. It doesn't draw your attention so sure. much. Whereas some of those other films, you'd just, the iron would just be sitting there and it'd be like, well, that was a bad idea. Like, not to say it's Very not true. entertaining and doesn't keep your attention, but it's a different type of, uh, you know, captivation. Yeah. 100%, 100%. A little more freedom to, you know, look away for a second rather than have to be zoned in completely. Yeah. No, agreed. It's, 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 it's great, though. I'd, I'd highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it, you've seen it, Ed, have you? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's, it is. It's very, very good. Um, yeah. Groundhog Day is probably the closest thing I could put it to, but it's not yeah. Groundhog Day. It's not either. great. It's not Groundhog Day, but it's you know it's the same. It follows the same tropes. What's that other? There's another film that's similar to that, but it's an action one. Is it Tom Cruise that's in it? It is. It's uh, Live Die Repeat. Live Die Repeat. Uh, it's similar the, to the that. Edge yeah. of Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's similar to that again. It's very similar to Groundhog Day, but again, that's nothing like Groundhog Day. And that they did it in the heart and a horror one as well um something birthday or oh happy death day happy death day yeah you know, like it keeps yeah, repeating that was terrible. But, <laughs> yeah but like the, the situation keeps repeating but it's yeah. not the same as groundhog day because groundhog day it's the same situation every day so yeah, it's, so, it's so funny because that was so original yeah but like this yeah. is kind of based off that but the day is different each day as well it's not the exact well, it same it depends on how they act yeah yeah, it's it's not the exact same. Whereas Groundhog Day, it's you know Bill Murray lives in the exact same exactly. day over and over. So it's the same concept, but a different spin on it, and it does work very well. Very well. Um, number three on my list is one that I'm not expecting either of you to have seen. Thanks. Um, it it is the one with Stephanie Beatrice in it. Uh, it's in the Heights. No, I haven't seen it, but I have <laughs> yeah. heard have very not. good things from you. You've yes, this, I. I okay, believe it's a, it's a when musical. you sent us this, I think when you sent us this, this was at one point, this was number one on your list. Oh, this was this was number one for me up until probably October. Yeah, it and really this came, held the height. This, like, this came out in March. That's a hell of a show. Yeah, it yeah. really held up there for you for quite a long time. Now, obviously, yeah. if you're not a musicals person, this is not going to... It's uh, not for you. If, if, you're not, yeah. if you're not into musicals, it's not for you. I like musicals. Uh, it's just what I always have. You know, some people are into them, some people aren't. That's you it. know, um, but I mean, it's just... The story of Usnavi, a bodega owner who has mixed feelings about closing his store and retiring to the Dominican Republic or staying in Washington Heights. That's okay. basically the gist of it. Um, but the songs, I'm still, I'm still singing the songs. Um, I actually have a couple of songs on my Spotify playlist because it just yeah. gets me going kind of thing. Yeah. I would say this isn't one I'm going to end up watching. It's kind of <laughs> similar in the way not. that... Greatest Showman. I heard a lot of good. I love the Greatest Showman. Yeah, I heard really good things about it. But I was like, I know that I'll sit down to watch that with the expectation that this is going to be really good and be like, I'm not really into musicals, lads. I think I think that might have been 2016, 2016 or 2017. That was my favorite film of that year. Oh yeah, and like you know, anyone that I know that's been even slightly into musicals, and even people who aren't into them but also aren't, you know, I wouldn't say I hate musicals. Be, but like they're not the main thing so if I was given an option to sit down and watch this which is a musical and something else I'd nearly always pick the something else That's right. um, so 
it's not one I will watch, but it's similar to The Greatest Showman, I have heard very good things from people who do like musicals. Yourself and a couple of other people I know have been really high on it. Yeah, I wouldn't be wouldn't be too big in. I think. Good. So what 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 you are saying as for a retrospective recast? I have to choose an old musical. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, if you, if you pick an old musical, uh, like I suppose Sweeney Todd is the only one that I think I've I would say <laughs> I've really that's, watched. That's probably my favorite musical, apart um, from obviously the kids ones. Yeah, like yeah, you know, like obviously I. I suppose the likes of Aladdin and stuff are technically musicals as much mm. as their cartoons. Like a lot of it is based around singing and stuff, and I do like them. But yeah, like, I don't, I'm not I'm not a fan of like the Little Shop of Horrors. I'm not a fan of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, things like that. I can see their merit, and I can see why other like I can definitely see why other people love them. But I just know that to me, it's not like I'm not going to be rushing out to see that. Like yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, just I will say one thing: Stephanie Beatrice in this. You will not recognize her the way different characters she plays. You like use Love and Brooklyn Nine Nine. You will not recognize the type of character she plays in this whatsoever. She plays a complete another bimbo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's way way different from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. You, 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 you see snippets of that in Brooklyn Nine Nine at times, though, when yeah, she's making fun of people who are like true. that. Yeah, but yeah, like you, you can see that she can do it because when she makes fun of people who are like that in Brooklyn Nine Nine, you can yeah. see how good she is at actually playing that bit. She's of a good role. actress, though. To be fair to her, oh no, she is. She yeah, is. and like even in Brooklyn Nine Nine, you know, she's. Uh, I don't want to give too much away because Greg hasn't seen it, but you know, you hear about certain things in her background where you're like, okay, I was not expecting what, that to be like part ballet? of ballet. Yeah, like I'm not expecting that to be part of Rose's background. I'm up, like, don't oh. worry, that's, I'm up to five and a half at the minute. Season yeah, five. See, and I half, didn't know how far you were. As I go, I don't want to say that she yeah. was a ballet dancer if you hadn't yeah. seen it. But it wasn't actually that long ago when that came out. But yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you're not expecting it, and then you're like, oh, good old okay. Terry always gets the best out of everyone. Has she talked <laughs> about who her favorite uh, novelist and stuff is? Mm, yes, but I can't remember. No, no, that was um, that was Terry's favorite novelist that came up. Yeah, that's Terry's. You'll be surprised again by who her favorite novelist is. It's a real novelist, not like Terry's one where it's somebody from the show. Like hers is an actual novelist. Terry fanboy, and that was hilarious. Yeah, I do love Terry Crews. But... Sorry, there is a song. Out. There is a song in it. In that, and that she sings. A, she sings a bit in it. Um. That if you just watch the song on YouTube, uh, you'll see basically the character she plays the whole thing. So if you just want to listen to that one song, um, you'll you'll see it. It's called Carnival de, del Barrio. I'll tell you, I did not expect her to be a, like to be a girl with singing voice. Like you know, like some some of the great actresses not, cannot sing not, at all. She's not really singing in it. You know, she sings a little bit, but she's not. Although she yeah. sings in Encanto. So, I mean, she can't sing. I oh, know, yeah, because um, I mean, you know, you was that fourth song, wouldn't she? Yeah. You know, there's certain people you'd think to yourself, great actor or actress, but they, they're they not going to be able to sing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, yeah Car- talent, but... Carna- Carnival del Barrio. If you type that into YouTube and uh, just listen to that one song and you'll see what type of character she plays because she sings, she has a little section on that. Okay. Well, anyone that's, her, in, anyone that's into musicals, well. you know, it's it's taking a bronze medal here on Carl's list. So it has got to be bronze, up there. Third spot. Who takes your silver though? Silver is can I guess the biggest film of the year? Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah. Um uh, I'm interested to see what'll be number one now because for me this this rolls. I, I know I think I know what number one I is. I think Greg knows what it is. Yeah. Um but Spider Man No Way Home was just 
Don't give out the way, lads. I haven't seen it yet. It was so good. I won't give no spoilers, of course, because it is only recent. Weeks old. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's only it's only out a couple of weeks. But this is what probably I think I've discussed this with a few people, and there's been a few disagreements on it. But I would say that as Marvel films, like these MCU films, this could be easily the best one they've done. There's di- the, people I, have disagreed and I said some to, people I have, like. I still have to think on that, but. I would say top five minimum. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely up there as one of their best. hundred. Is that including the Avengers movies? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, hundred percent. See, and this, so this it's, is it's top five so, minimum. I I've made this with people. I've said it, it depends if you count Infinity War and Endgame as actually one film that they were just like no one's yeah. going to sit down and watch. It. Now if they say no one would sit would sit down and watch six hours. I would have sat down and watched that for six or seven hours, no problem. That would have been fine yeah. to me. But I do get their point that most people probably actually wouldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. It wouldn't, and you know, you can split it into two box offices. So why wouldn't you? And um, two of the biggest box offices. And I mean, I enjoyed both. And the the weight of having to go, oh my god, like what's going to happen from, you know, the end of Infinity Wars to Endgame. That yeah. like it just built it more. Yeah, it, it did build it more for you. But this, I think, I think this is better than either of those individually. As a com- if you combine the two of them. Uh, maybe they're better. Um, I have heard people say Civil War as well, which I can't disagree with because I, I agree. no, I would put that. I put this better than Civil War. I would put it as better. Winter Civil Soldier War, more. I'd people... be like, lads, yeah, these are all forgetting the goat of Marvel movies. It was definitely Iron Man Three, <laughs> the best of the Iron Man. Yes. <laughs> said said nobody ever. Um, no, there's there's definitely been discussions by quite a few people that had big big Marvel fans as is this the best. You know, and it's. I'm not saying that it def it definitively is, but the fact that the discussion is there of is this the best Marvel film? It's strange because I, I thought I was thinking the same, and then I was speaking to two people separately about about this film yesterday, and both of them said that it's not even their favorite Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Oh no, definitely, but this sure, is definitely my favorite. Surely like, it's really? got to surely Jeez. it's got to be better than the other two. For me. It's for me, it is for me. It's this one, two in Tom Holland's one. I think the yeah. first, I think the first of Tom Holland's Spider Man's is better than the second. I don't know. I, I, I t- for me, it's three, two, one. I would go three, one, two, but this yeah. is definitely the top of the, the top me, of the pick. I haven't, I haven't not seen this one. I can only go two, one here. I prefer yeah. two over one. Yeah, same. Yeah. Surely because I like um, Mysterio's Mysterio. character. I, I exactly. really like his character, and maybe I need to rewatch it. Like maybe it's just because I've watched the original of Tom Holland's Spider-Man more times than I've watched the second. That's because so it was it on be. Netflix for ages. It, it could be that, but I definitely, for me, I think it's three, one, two. Um, but the fact that it's up there, like none, neither of the other Spider-Man films were being discussed as is this the best film Marvel have made? No. And this is like this is a genuine contender as their best film. Like, well, were the um, other the other spot? Oh, sorry, the Tom Holland Spider-Man's. Yes. Oh, sorry. Um, I was going to say the others were Sony, weren't they? <laughs> oh, this, well, is, this, this is technically, technically, Sony. This is technically well, Sony as well. But it's, it's, they're part, part of, the of the deal now, though, aren't they? Yeah, the yeah, MCU yeah. bought the rights to it. Um, yeah, this is this is definitely up there uh, for me. Like, if it, if someone said to me this is the number one film of the year, I would I would definitely not be like, ah, no, there's something better. Like, I could see if anyone said this was number one, I'd be hard pushed to say there was anything better myself. Yeah. Obviously, you feel there was, but like one other I, film was better. I think, yes, I think in my the, opinion. 
I think if someone told you this was better than whatever film you as oh, of you course, I'm not going to be angry. You'd be like, yeah, I can see why you'd put it there. This this deserves to be where this it is. Was, like, this was phenomenal. It really I mean, was. Marvel Marvel are really anytime they put out a movie, it seems to be the biggest movie of the year, really. Yeah, but like you look at so like Black Widow. I thought Black well, Widow was very their good. Their other releases this year didn't do fantastic. Well, they did good, but they didn't do like no, major, but they knew like, they were they were new, they were building to this one. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, so they, like, had, see, they had they had four releases this year, like yeah. See, like I Did thought, Black Widow was yeah. Like, they had I thought Black, Black Widow, Widow was very good. Eternals and Spider Man, and then they also had uh, three TV shows and which have been out massive, as well this year as well. Hits. So I mean, the I haven't t- seen a lot of Marvel the content this year. I think I think the TV shows have been massive hits. I think Shang Chi and Eternals were always going to be slight dips because yeah. you know these are the new ones and people need to build into them. Black Widow had it got released in the cinema and. There was no COVID. I think would have hit massive. I think people would have really liked that. I think it doesn't get enough. I think there's people out there who don't feel it's as good as it is. I think that's a, that actually I really might be. It. I think it might be one of their better films. To be honest, it didn't um, get down to seven. <clears throat> that was my least favorite of the Marvel films this year. Uh, Black Widow was. Oh, but saying see, that, saying I, that it's number seventeen. So yeah. it's not. I I really enjoyed Shang Chi, and I really <laughs> did enjoy it. But I, I think I enjoyed Black Widow more. But that could be again because I've got a, a, a longer connection to Black Widow That's fair. Um, and things like that. But I thought that was very good. Um, but this, yeah, it's not even close. None of them touch, yeah. touch Spider Man. Like, I will say the other Sony release, uh, super Sony superhero release this year in Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage, ended number 50 out of 53 for me. Didn't it? I didn't even. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate yeah. it, but I wanted more. Like a lot of people didn't like the original Venom film. It. They didn't think it was great. Uh, I thought the original Venom was okay, and I thought it was really going to build from there in this one. But I actually think the original one was nearly better than this one at this point. Um, the original Venom, and that's saying something. Yeah, like that's that's saying something. Like I really thought they were building something here, and I really thought like. The plot line they gave for this one, I was like, this is really going to go somewhere. And then I was like, it really didn't. They brought Woody Harrelson in as well, didn't he? Yeah, he was shite. Yeah, <laughs> well, he wasn't great. great he wasn't great. Like, I, 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 it's not, it's not being bad. Like, I'm not a big fan of Tom Hardy. Yeah. A lot of it could be because from Venom, because he just went way down my estimation from that. I almost preferred Spider. I almost prefer Spider-Man Three's Venom to this. Oh, and that's saying something. Oh dear, it's that I, bad. I, I think oh, I think they just God. went. I think they had the right. Co- <laughs> I think they had the right concept with what they wanted to do here, and the execution was just poor. I yeah. think is what happened with this because I really thought this was going to kick them on, and uh, it kind of didn't. That's why I'm nervous for Morbius as well. Yeah, it seemed like the darker. Um, They're going. No, the dark Sony. The, it has nothing to do with the MCU. Yeah, see so the MC it's... the MCU don't make Venom. Um, no, 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 no. I was just mean the darker the movie seemed to be going, the worse they are. Yeah. I think it's well. This this is definitely to it's do with the fact that DC as well. <laughs> I th- I think this is the wrong, you know, the the wrong person has this. I think if MCU had been allowed to take even this exact same script and they, they were allowed to do it, I think I think people would really have liked this. I think it was just well, Sony didn't they know wouldn't how to have do had it. stupid fucking lines like, "I'm gonna uh, rip your arms and legs off and let you float down the street like a turd in the wind." Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it, it I was mean, that's bad. almost as good as I'll kick you over that wall with a box. 
yeah, uh, I do. I do love that. I'll kick you over that wall with a box. So that's actually better. Um, I, I think, I think, you know, the fact that it wasn't the MCU taking this does hurt us massively. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it was sad for me that this was as bad as it was because I really thought it was going to be better. I thought this was going to kick Venom on, and I think it did the opposite. I think it might have hurt Venom more than it improved it. Oh, yeah, I hundred um, percent agree. And I, I do, I, I know a lot of people don't like Tom Hardy. I think he does this role very well in the sense that, you know, instead of them focusing on the way they do with a lot of other superheroes who are, you know, in athletic shape, they have these things yeah. of, you know, them with the top off. You know who he reminds me of? How he acts in that film. Reminds me of Vincent D'Onofrio in the Men of Black One. <laughs> See, I, I, I can't think, be unseen now. I, I think... I, I think I think what he does well in this is that you know they don't they ne- they never focus on um you know oh like this guy's in athletic shape they they always have him in the dirty hoodie and stuff like so yeah, they well, play... I mean, he just acts like a fucking idiot. But I think I think that kind of is the point though like that his character is an idiot. Yeah, but um, obviously that's all I can see is Vince D'Onofrio but in it, Men in Black. Yeah, but it's it's. <laughs> That's very down, low down on your list in comparison to uh, yeah. old Spider-Man anyway. Exactly. Now, number one, I just, uh, honestly, I, 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 when I saw this film, I said it was a masterpiece and I stand by it. Um, last night in Soho. Yeah. I still um, haven't got to see it yet. Oh, honestly, I, I'll give you a brief synopsis there. A young girl passionate about fashion design is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters her idol, a dazzling wannabe singer. But 1960s London is not what it seems, and time uh, seems to be falling apart with shady consequences. Yeah, like, the so premise sounds a, phenomenal. Um, it's a horror. It, it's a horror thriller. Yeah, th- this and, is something I really wanted to see in the cinema, and then yeah. you know the second set of lockdowns hit, and it was very difficult. And then because of the type of film this is. It, it wasn't, wasn't so available. Well. It w- yeah. wasn't in cinemas long, and it wasn't available in every cinema. So I was like, "It's available in this cinema, and I need to, I need extra time to get to that cinema because it's yeah. further away." And this, that, and the other. And I was just like, "So now, what I'm waiting for is for it to be released. It, it's released on the likes of YouTube now to rent, but I don't want right. to rent it. Why would I rent it when I can just wait another couple of weeks, exactly. and then buy it? And that's what I'm going to do. I, and that's one that's." really high on my list I, even before i'd heard anything about it from you that was quite high on my list of something i wanted to see yeah so um, even, even looking back at some of the messages in the group chat you were going on about it before carl even said he'd seen it yeah i was i was really high on this film i really thought this could be well, a it's a great game. cast thompson mckenzie is fantastic anya taylor joy is great matt smith is an arsehole in it and he's great uh you also have terrence stamp in there as well it's yeah. like it's such a good movie Edgar Wright directed. Yeah. And, Edgar Wright's oh. a genius. Yeah. Now, if, I I think this is genuinely going to for me specifically. I think this is going to be a very hard one to surpass Spider Man because I think I have so much invested <clears> in it. <throat> so I think yeah. even when I see this, I probably I would still say Spider Man is ahead of it. But I will say Spider Man is probably the best cinema experience I've ever had. Yeah, but oh. for film, the, the, this is just a better yeah. film. Now, you know. like, and see, this is the thing, like, and I've said this before, there's things, when I look at, you know, what's the best film, certain things I'd be like, that's probably a better film than that, but which is more enjoyable to me is yeah, the other fair. one, because but, this, for dis- different reasons, but this is one that I'm big, big on, 
Um, and I think I was hyping this up, as Greg said, I think this was, I was hyping this up in the chat to both of you before you'd even seen it. And then you saw it and were like, no, it's it's better than you're thinking. And I was like, oh, shit, I really need to see that. Yeah. I'm fuming um, that I didn't get to go to the cinema for it. Um, but the second that comes the second that comes out to be bought, I'm going to be all over it. Um, but, I, I, but I could look, rent find it, any but... shop that does it. <laughs> no, well, I'll buy it on you know online. Uh, but I, I'm not renting it. Like it's, I think it's 18 euro to rent, and I'm like, I'm not paying 18 euro to rent. You buy it, it. Like, you buy it for 20 euro. I was like, I'll buy it for 20 euro in two weeks. I'll just wait. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not like I'm not doing that. But it's definitely, that's really high on my list of things to say. Like, the second that comes out, that won't be one where I'm like, I need to be in a mood. Like, that'll be straight on there. Straight away. Um, yeah. Yeah. And as oh. you say, the cast is the cast is there. Like, the, all of those actors and actresses are just... Yeah. So she, she's going to go major in the next I mean, years. I think, I've, she I've has. Seen I think her, she's already... I've seen her in the, two things. And these two films have been fantastic. I saw her, obviously, in Last Night in Soho. And then... Uh, Jojo Rabbit, she was yeah. great in Jojo Rabbit as well. Uh, Queen Queen's Gambit is something that she like. She really no, has tried in that. Tamsin McKenzie, sorry, Tamsin oh, McKenzie. Not on your That's who I was talking about. I uh, I thought she was the main character. No, who Tamsin McKenzie is? Yeah. Oh, um, but uh, yeah, she she plays the. Did you see Jojo Rabbit? Yeah, yeah. He Once. plays uh, the girl that's hiding in the hiding in the in the house. Yeah, but I and it and it. Taylor Anya Taylor Joy, she's she's like, gone way far. Yeah, she's she she's gonna skyrocket. Like she's gone in the next couple of years. I think she's gonna be one of the biggest actresses. Hundred percent. In the next she's couple straight, of years, she's straight into the stratosphere now at this stage. Yeah. She's right up there. Yeah, she's very, like, and she she's very versatile as well as an actress. Wait, like, Matt, Matt Smith as well. You're gonna see his name jump up huge as well. Obviously, yeah, he not he Doctor, Doctor Who though. He was Doctor Who. Um, he was in. Uh, obviously he's been in this, been in a couple other things, but he's also gone. He's one of the leads in the Game of Thrones prequel. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Oh, I to heard that he now, got cast in that actually. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But there's always a bit of a twinge there with me for Game of Thrones. Um, of course, because that last season. Yeah, like I've never seen something nosedive so badly. Like I've never seen a show be so popular, and now nobody talks about it. Never oh, seen yeah. it. Nosedive, and we've, we've watched Man United Nosedive for the last eight yeah. years. I'm sure we can deal with one season of a show. Yeah, but you see, Man United are still talked about as a big thing. Game of Thrones is not. Like, game, like that's how bad it was. This was, like, yeah. the biggest nose I've ever seen of a, a TV show in franchise. Uh, uh, yeah, like, everyone talks about season three of um, Sons of Anarchy, where they go to Ireland. Yeah, and like, that's not great, but... People, people were like, it's terrible, but it's still... Good in a way, and I mean it's cringy. I I think you see, I think a lot of Irish people felt it was terrible. I think I don't think American. I quite people... I quite enjoyed that show that season. Yeah. I think American people didn't find that as cringy as we did. I think we did because we knew how bollocks it was. But I think you know if you're looking at a wider audience who don't know anything about Belfast and yeah. about Ireland, they probably thought it was oh this is really good. So yeah. I think that was a little bit different, whereas Game of Thrones really did nosedive. So I have, there's always a bit of a twinge, but I'm hope I am hopeful that this prequel to it is going to be quite good. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, it's well, a, a great list anyway. Here's my um, list, lads. Top ten list. Just before we sign off, Carl, what was the worst movie of the year? Namaste, Wilhalla. Okay, what was the second worst movie of the year, Carl? <laughs> uh, second worst film. Let me. I, I can run through. I won't go into a description. I'll just run through my bottom ten there. Real quick. 
Yeah. Uh, so wait, 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 wait. You missed you missed out on the best film of the year, Carl, and that was Fast Nine. No, well, I mean, the best film of the year was Space Jam, but like, let's. <laughs> my bottom, my bottom ten. I'll go through real quick. Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake, Vacation Friends, Song. I enjoyed that. Hitman's Wife, Bodyguard, Coming to America, oh, Freaky, terrible. Venom, Letter to Be Carnage, The Green Knight, Fast and Furious Nine, and Namaste Wahala. <laughs> it's the <laughs> second worst movie of the year. But Family yeah. Cow, you know. Family means mm-hmm. fuck all of yeah. that movie because it was fucking awful. That's yeah. the only thing you can use to describe that. See, the thing is, I haven't seen it, but oh, it, brought, it brought me so much joy for the amount of memes that we got out of it that I was like, yeah, I'm already a big fan of it because of just that one thing. I don't even know if, I'll tell, you, if I'll tell you what. That's a real thing. Like, <laughs> Watch it. it. No, it's not. Watch it and come back to me and tell me how much love you have for it because <laughs> I have so Zero love. No, see, that's the thing. I don't need to watch it because the best It'll... bit of it is the fact that he says family once and everyone jumped on that. He, a says fa- he says family in every one of them. Yeah, but this one seems to be the one everyone's jumped on. So yeah. I'm happy with this. There's always uh, more room for family. Yeah, well, you know, I'm happy with that. It was a good film as far as I was concerned because I never had to watch it and I got loads of laughs, <laughs> out of this without ever, ever having watched it. But uh, yeah, Namaste yeah. Wahala. It was a. Uh... It was on Netflix. That's where I saw it. It was a Bollywood and Nollywood crossover. Mm, and it yeah. can stay a Bollywood, Nollywood, Collywood, whatever you want to call yeah. it, crossover. Because I ain't watching it. Yeah. Wasn't very good. Well, it's a great it's a great top ten list anyway. Yeah. 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 A little bit of everything there for everyone. So exactly. Um if anyone didn't catch anything in twenty twenty one, there's your list. There's the things to there's something casual. There, there's what the, there's what the cinema guy said to go watch. So yeah. go watch them. Now this will obviously, hopefully, if we're still going in a year's time, that we'll we're planning to do this every year. And every myself, January. And, myself and Greg have decided that for this year we're going to try and make a list, a list of the 2022 releases um, that we've. Seen. I I have two lists going co concurrently, so I have all the films, every film that I see, and then. The second list is all the new films, and they're the ones that I rank. Yeah, that's what we're gonna we're gonna try and do it as well. Uh, when we do that, obviously we won't talk about them as much because otherwise the show would be extraordinarily long. But we will see how many break into our the three of us's top ten, and exactly. where the differences are of you know, well I add it as two and I add it as six and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see that, and that's and then, and then what you'll get from me is. I didn't see. Oh yeah, I, I didn't see it. So your top ten will just be ten fil- the, the ten films that you did see. No, no, I'll watch them. I just don't get to go. Be, I just don't get to go and see them all in the cinema. That's they'll all. all they'll all be children's films because that's what you watch with the kids, and all of your top ten films will be the ten films you watched with the children. Encanto, 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 Encanto. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, that's it for this episode. Obviously, uh, like, share, subscribe, and everything to our new channel, uh, Retrotainment. It's the same. Let content. us know what your list is. Yeah, Let if, us you, know if, your list. If, if you've managed to get to the either the cinema or watch things either on Netflix, Amazon, Now TV, or whatever where you watch your films, give us a lift below and see how comparative it is to Carl's. Um, but until next week, good luck. <laughs>